Inside Fashion Marketing, the podcast that gives you the tools you need to build your brand, grow your business, and connect to customers on Zalando. Snackable inspiration for fashion, beauty, and lifestyle brands. By Zalando Marketing Services, Zalando's 360-degree marketing unit. Hello, hello, dear listeners. Welcome back to Season 2 of Inside Fashion Marketing. It's great to be back after a little break over the holidays. We have lots of exciting topics in store for you this season, so make sure you follow the podcast for all the insights you need to reach your 2022 marketing goals. I'm Andreas Antrop, I'm the SVP of Partner Services at Zalando and Managing Director of Zalando Marketing Services, helping connect fashion, lifestyle and beauty brands and retailers to consumers all over Europe. So, without further ado, let's introduce today's topic, where we'll be discussing how Reebok is leveraging data to understand customers and steer brand perception. Reebok teams up regularly with ZMS Insights to ensure that every move they make, from product launches and sustainability campaigns to always-on activity and influencer marketing, is backed by data. Talking to me today are Josephine Walters, Brand Director at Reebok, and Jule Luther, Brand Activation Manager. Before we start, and let me turn to Josephine, I'm curious, did you give away any Reebok-themed presents over the holidays this year? Um, thanks for having us, by the way. Really, really great to be here today. Yes, of course, always like to get the brand out there amongst friends and family. I think probably the most excited to receive some products was my five-year-old daughter, who got a pair of the Peppa Pig Reebok collaboration sneakers. So she was very excited to wear those. Oh, that must have been very cute. <laughs> thanks for sharing this with us. And Jule, any cool Reebok gifts? <laughs> Hi, Andreas. Also, uh, thanks for having us from my side. Quite similar, actually. It does sound a bit cheesy, but we tried to focus on like gifting time this year, except for my little brother, um, or probably I need to say younger brother, because he wasn't a big fan of the idea. So, And he always asks every year for a piece of clothing or something. He doesn't like to go shopping. So I'm the person then gifting him something. And I, this year, was a pair of the Clubsy Revenge, always a classic. And he was super excited about that. So uh, an easy one for me. That's indeed a classic. And let's see, perhaps in, uh, in a few years' time, the Peppa Pig is also a classic. <laughs> All right, moving on to today's topic. Data is regarded increasingly as important, of course, in today's digital fashion. Josephine, do you feel that this is also making its way into your work at Reebok? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, as a marketeer, obviously data has always been very important in terms of how you plan campaigns, whether that's starting right through from consumer profiling through to then consumer behavior, also through to then testing creative and everything. I think when we think about us as a brand from a Reebok perspective, we're a big brand, but we're not the biggest brand out there. So ultimately we have to work harder always to stand out and to get noticed. And that means that it's imperative, therefore, that we have to really understand who our consumer is, how they shop, what influences their behavior as much as we can know, basically, the better that's going to help us um, to perform as strongly as we can as a brand. I've been around for a few years now. I've been uh, been in the marketing game for a while and gone are the days when you can kind of put something out there and hope for the best. You know, it has to be rooted in facts. And ultimately, the more that you know about your consumer and their behavior, then the better. So certainly for us as a brand, it has become much, much more important to, you know, be fact based and data based than ever before, really. And if you reflect on the journey that you allude to, how would you say has this data usage changed over the last few years? How do you get to this fact-based understanding of the consumer? 
I think there are many, many more platforms and tools available to carve that data out and actually to get access to data than ever before. You know, I think obviously with consumers and the general world kind of moving much more to a digital world that we live in, it does make it slightly easier to be able to get, you know, factual data in terms of marketing. And, you know, as a brand, we're there to also make people feel something rather than just to buy something. And there are elements that, you know, that Mm. are kind of slightly more gut-based decisions. But in terms of basing decisions and actions and spends on facts, then definitely, definitely that's something which has increased massively over the past few years. It's not always historically been easy to get that data, but I think genuinely the likes of ZMS and Zalando are spearheading the way to actually get that data possible. So the nature of digital transactions, it does make it easier to be able to learn how consumers are behaving. And it's natural, obviously, therefore, that the online platforms are going to be the ones that are going to be able to help us um, get access to all of that data with a huge amount of consumers interacting um, and, you know, observing and buying and clicking and spending, etc. And there's lots of different touch points to be able to harness data. So ultimately, that is helpful for us because it means that there's a huge amount for us that we can then learn from and take actions from. Thank you. It's great feedback. And... Now, turning to you, Jule, can you tell us a bit about how Reebok is using data to understand customers and how you collaborate with Zalando Marketing Services on this? Uh, sure. We, as like a global operation, conduct studies that try to ask the questions and understand the consumers better. Besides like the usual uh, attributes like motivation to move, you know, personal style, shopping behavior, etc., We really want to kind of get to know them as a person and um, kind of find out about what drives them and about their values, etc. We want to know like what gives them confidence or um, what they do for fun. It is not always directly linked to the process of like buying a product, but then gives us a great view on who the person is like that might be interested in our brand, which then helps us in return to create products for their needs. To target very precisely, we found archetypes and personas that represent certain characteristic and individual traits that allow us to cluster consumers based into smaller groups because it's way easier to work with that instead of like each individual. But just because we now as Reebok globally know who our consumers are doesn't automatically mean we know who they are on Zalando or how they behave on Zalando. And this is kind of uh, where we need more insights, where we need more knowledge. Combining what you said earlier, the two of you, uh, a brand is also about a feeling and you need to have a sense for what the customer or potential customer feels. And it's really this persona view, I think, that puts these two things into connection. And that's where then wonderful things can happen. And now turning to how we can actually acquire customers for Reebok, can um, we talk a bit about how we work together on that? This kind of really is the point where kind of ZMS comes in and rescues us um, because we have the data from Reebok side, but we are not the experts with the Zalando consumer. And since they provide us the data then for like all the necessary insights to plan our campaigns, to plan seasons. And within the Zalando environment, we are working with the Z-types uh, to segment consumers and um, to see which Z-types are then related to our Reebok archetypes and to our Reebok personas. We are actually currently running a study 
to map those both and to find synergies between both metrics because they are not quite the same. So we really need to find out how we can kind of overlap them. But in general, we rely a lot on the ZMS team to really find the nitty gritty details about consumer behavior, Z-type distribution um, for Reebok, and then all broken down to like product types, countries. The team really, really does an amazing job um, answering kind of all the questions that come in the planning process that come within our like strategic workshops. They are the experts to help us bring Reebok to Zalando and win on the platform. You mentioned the Z-types. So just a quick explainer for our listeners, Z-types or Z-types. And by the way, literally everything in Zalando has a Z letter somewhere in the name, um, are created by combining aggregated non-identifiable purchase data of all Zalando customers with customer surveys about media they consume, brands they like, and influencers they follow. Right now, we've segmented the fashion market into hip-hoppers, street stylists, culturalists, and more. Each segment is broken down by average order volume, of course, average item value, shopping frequency, share of wallet, as well as details on most shop categories, social media usage, and persona characteristics. Uh, one of the goals of these, of course, is to enable partners like Reebok to dive really deep and to map the personas leveraged in, in global marketing onto the customer base at Zalando to be better at targeting, engaging, and further developing relationships with a customer through that platform. Now, let's move on to uh, how we actually enhance Reebok's brand perception to the thus identified customers. So, Josephine, what does it mean for you to steer or enhance brand perception with data? Yeah, I mean, this is you know, a key, key focus and priority for us. As I mentioned, um, you know, Reebok has a job to do in terms of brand perception there. We we know that and we're, we're honest about it. So ultimately in this game, brand perception is everything. You know, you can have the best products in the world. You can have the most expensive campaign in the world. But if people don't see your brand as one which they identify with or which they align with, you know, that they don't want to kind of feel part of, then they're not going to buy your product ultimately. So going into many, if not all of our campaigns over recent times, brand perception has been one of the key metrics for us in terms of planning the campaigns with the view ultimately to make sure that Reebok was more often considered within people's consideration set um, within that set of maybe four or five brands that they might have front of mind when they're considering that they want to buy a new pair of sneakers or a new um, pair of yoga tights or, or whatever it might be. So it's important for us when we're doing that to be able to use data that actually enhances, you know, the products and the purchase experience. So rather than just, we want to sell more products, of course, we also want to do that. But you know, it's about actually increasing the way and improving the way that we interact with and make our customers feel and make them feel heard and listened to. And it's interesting here when we talk about brand perception, because we have the difference between the very fact-based data side in terms of where this comes from, but then actually the desire that we're trying to create that is very much, you know, about a way that a person feels about your brand. So you've got the very fact-based, but also mixed there with that very emotive side of brands ultimately. And it's worth mentioning that, of course, you know, that metric that we have from increasing the brand perception is something that is, of course, 
you know, not solely something that we can do on a standalone platform like Zalando, for example. This is something that is obviously massively tied to our overall um, brand activity at a global level. It can't be done through through one account alone. So it's about for us, you know, assessing all the different available touch points um, that a consumer could possibly have with our brand along their journey and making sure that there's a consistent positioning and something very strong that we stand for as a brand that people see and importantly that they remember coming out from Reebok. That's right. And, you know, as you say, it's, it's about the experience or something that happens not just in any one point in time, campaign by campaign, but also on a more continual basis. Thanks for tuning in to part one of our episode together with Reebok. Curious about how Reebok puts its data to use in its campaigns? Hold tight for part two, where Josephine and Jewel dive deeper into always-on campaigns and product drops, driven by data, releasing in two weeks' time.